What is a man? Is a man brave? Is a man a hero? Is a man is a man a protector? Is a man vulnerable? Is a man disposable? Is a man broken? Is a man trying? We see the good in men. no such thing as toxic masculinity there are toxic behaviors that are conducted by both men and women that we should absolutely not condone and we should absolutely punish but it's not something inherent about masculinity and in fact i make the argument that masculinity and femininity is inherently tonic or healing or positive the unfortunate thing is you take a legitimate issue and you layer on the, the politics on top of that and you call it toxic masculinity and that in turn inherently has a implication or assumption that there's something inherent about masculinity that's toxic. And the message I think, especially to like boys and young men, there's something wrong with you. But to sort of imply that it's intrinsically evil, that men are intrinsically bad, I think is incredibly harmful to society and to the future generations of men. Faster. Pink is for girls. She's too pretty for you. Rating is for girls. You don't watch sports? Don't be a bitch. You're still a virgin? That's pathetic. All men are dog. Nice guys finish last. Why can't you be more like him? You must be overcompensating. I don't date shorter guys. What do you drive? You're lucky she even went out with you. She didn't rape you. You liked it. Men can't be raped. Don't hold the door for me, misogynist. Where are all the good men at? Get a better paying job. You're working too much. You need a hobby, but not that hobby. That hobby's too expensive. If you want to do that, you're going to need to make more money. Tell me how you feel. I can't help that you feel that way. Why don't you ever cry? I need a real man. Just go get Viagra already. Do more housework. Not that way. Just stop. You're doing it wrong. I can't trust you with the kids. But you went out with the guys last month. I don't care. Just pick something. Not that. Oh, and not that either. I don't mean it like that. You know what I mean. You're a guy. Your life is easy. Why don't you just talk to me anymore? You've changed. You're not the man I married. Pack your stuff and leave. The right. future thinkers, um, leaders of America are going to be patriarchs. Um, they're not going to be full of toxic masculinity. It's going to be more of a natural masculinity. So we'll have less crime, less violence. Yeah, it'll be a better place to live if little thinkers of tomorrow will be Should better Should we have people. less 
So boys can't be boys, but girls can be girls? Yes, girls can be girls because girls are not the um, the violent ones in our society. I mean, boys grow up to be men and they commit three times more violent crime than women. I mean, it's just a fact. So girls are doing it right. When you try to make men more like women, you don't get less toxic masculinity. You get more. The devaluation of masculinity won't end well because feminine passive men don't stop evil. Passive men don't defend, protect, or provide. Healthy families and strong communities depend on the leadership and bravery of good men. Yet, the current trend is to feminize young men in the hopes of achieving some utopian notion of equality and peace. It's not masculinity that's toxic. It's the lack of it. Do the things we have always needed men to do for society to thrive. Take away one and you're left with a man who's either weak or wicked. And in a world of wickedness, weak men are nothing more than enablers of wicked men. Rape, murder, war. They all have two things in common. Bad men who do the raping, murdering, and warring, and weak men who won't stop them. We need good men who will. It's not masculinity that's toxic. It's the lack of it. Male, fundamentally, measurably, sperm counts, for example, across the West have plummeted. They're down almost 60% since the early 1970s. Scientists don't know why this is. Testosterone levels in men have also fallen precipitously. One study found that average levels of male testosterone dropped by 1% every year after 1987, and it's not related to age. In other words, the abs- why do you think that is? I think that that's partly a consequence of directed policy. Hey everyone, Geeky Jock here with the End of Days podcast. In this episode, I go over the gender war. How there's a war going on. I know on, on, on this show, I like to talk about a lot of ideas kind of from an Eagles point. The globalism, the Mr. Global, how there's really no left versus right, how there's no Democrat Republicans, how we're, we're kind of fighting this overarching globalist approach to our politics and how it's basically eroding our entire culture and you know taking over the United States in some respect. But I, I want to talk to you guys about a symptom of that overarching sickness and that is the war on men that's kind of the whole reason i even started this little segment called toxic masculinity in my show where i wanted to you know be toxic as fuck and say what i feel off the top of my head and not giving a fuck about what's politically correct or um <laughs> what or just make a show where I'm basically raising a big middle finger to anyone who who thinks that um men should act in a certain way or be a certain way without ever giving us full autonomy to be be what our what we're meant to be. So with that being said, and in this episode we can see and to summarize where I'm going with this is is the gender wars have grown hotter in the past few years, right? We, we've seen it, you know, third wave feminism, you know, and, and now we're starting to see an, a full out attack on men. And, and the funny thing is that while you, you've been attacking men, I, I say they as third wave feminist or whoever, society, whoever. And, and I, think it's, I think it's a big push by the globalists to teach you or teach people and teach kids and schools and all that to, to teach kids to hate their masculinity, it's all for a big purpose, and that's to emasculate men and to make them feminized. And and that's an easier person to control when you're effeminate and passive. And there's a reason for that, because they want to tyrannize you. 
And what's better to tyrannize a self-thinking, self-sufficient, masculine man who's in shape and says fuck you to the establishment is their biggest concern. But a materialistic, feminine man who is passive is exactly the kind of sheep that they want. So with that being said, this is the war on masculinity, the gender wars. All right, here we go. So let's get right into it. You know, these children, and I'm going to focus on children right now and, and how they're being taught to hate their masculinity. And they're being tested as guinea pigs to test these leftist theories about gender. That's, you know, um, for example, the the gender this the gender dysphoria stuff or whatever they want to... I don't even know it exactly what it's called, but it's where you're confused about your gender, right? And if you ever noticed about that kind of shit, it's, it's, always, it's always a boy transforming into a girl. It, it's never the girl transforming into a boy because the war isn't against women. Um, it's, it's against boys. It's against men. And, and if you look at any mainstream story, any mainstream celebrity, it's always a boy being pushed to become a girl and i don't think there's any any fucking real reason behind it other than it's it's a calculated move by whoever's at the top of the pyramid or whoever's wanting to push this kind of shit it's never a girl wanting to be a boy it's always a boy having to be into a girl so that that's kind of the cockamanian kind of theories out there about how children and i'll get into some specific examples but how children um, have the autonomy and the and the maturity, especially the young boys, to make life altering decisions such as let me change into let me change into a girl at ten years old. Let me take puberty blockers. We already saw that with the Biden administration, and I'll get into that too. Um, but we can see, and I want to talk about how this is going to reshape America profoundly, in, in in ways that we cannot predict, and I doubt. And I truly doubt future generations will forgive us if this does not end well. You know, I mean, what can go wrong? Ten-year-olds making life-changing uh, decisions. I mean, give me a break. And I hope that we can still change course. And that's kind of why I started this show, too. I, I, I hope it reaches people. I hope we can talk about it. Um, but anyway. So, and also, the left also pushes this multiculturalism, right? The appreciation of diverse cultures, including their behaviors, cultural assumptions, values, ways of thinking, and communication styles, right? It is the foundation of modern liberalism. Every race, every ethnicity, every religion, every gender deserves respect, right? Society must accept them each as they are. All have the right to exist on their own terms. There's one exception, however. Men must change. Because they're toxic, right? So as you can see, it's a very calculated subsection of multiculturalism, which is men, boys. We're the ones who are toxic. We're the ones that have to change. Everybody else is perfect. Alas, women or example women. They're, they're amazing. You guys are beautiful. Um, we're the ones who have to change our toxic ways, right? Lots of articles, mostly by women, telling guys how to change their nature. You know, men telling women to change would be evil sexism, right? That That's kind of the, where we're at right now. Men, women write these articles or feminists or old fat hag feminists, whatever you want to say, blue-haired, red-haired, I don't know. They all write this shit. We, we need to redefine masculinity, right? But if I was to write, we need to 
rewrite uh, femininity. I would, dude, I'd be called way more things than I'm already called based on what I'm talking about. And you can just see that catch-22, that hypocrisy. And what I'm trying to point out is is it's it's very calculated against men and boys. How to be a man, redefining masculinity, right? You can see all these articles, building better men, how we can begin to redefine masculinity, right? They want to change and redirect what is masculinity, when in fact they don't know what the fuck it is or what it what it's good for. All they know is they need to change it because they're sheep and they believe everything that they were taught in college and whatever Mr. Global's pushing, that, that's what they want to do. Um, let's see. And, you know, uh, you can see National Geographic magazines, the gender revolution, blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it's boys are being indoctrinated in the beginning of grade school. Boys who show too much spirit are drugged into mission. Yeah, the HDHD shit, which I'll get into too. On, um, Let's see what else I have here. You know, and then, you know, boys are taught to hate themselves or if you're if you have a lot of energy, you automatically have HDHD and you need to be put on some massive drugs just because you're, you don't sit like a like an obedient little girl. You're automatically labeled toxic, you know, and I just think that's that's a horrendous way to look at things. It's lazy. It's it's beyond lazy. It's evil. Just because they don't act like little girls doesn't mean you're defected. I was like that too, out of all kinds of energy. Because we're masculine, we have testosterone. We're not, we weren't born to be passive, obedient little learners. You know what I mean? And, and, and I don't even want to get into all that too, but about school, how it's catered for women to sit in a desk and do nothing and, and just pay attention for eight hours. That, that's not conductive to men. I feel schools have failed men, society is failing men. And you know, I don't even think there's much of an argument about that. How do you how you teach young boys? Throughout history it was never that way. And now it's sit in your desk and if you act act a little jittery, we're gonna put you on mind numbing drugs. And that's just lazy, and that's because men have become passive and women right walk all over us. And they say, Oh, he needs to be on drugs and we'll get into that too. But let's let's get here. Um young men receive vigorous indoctrination in college, duh. Sometimes including mandatory orientation sessions for freshmen. Mm-hmm. I've been there. <sighs> you know, it's it, it's crazy what what we've go through and what we're taught about our own mas our own masculinity. You know, it's bad for you, and you're basically an evil person. Um. But okay, so there are massive re-education campaigns on at a college level, conducted on a scale not seen by. Not seen since the communist regimes of Soviet Union and the and Chinese. Um, the the left has taken control of America. I mean, it, it, that's just what it is. And their ideologies will now be at the forefront and center. Like monkeys in control of the room of a nuclear power plant, they excitedly push buttons and spin dials. They see no need for experimentation and use a generation of young boys as guinea pigs to test their theories about the foundations of both individual psychology and our society. To mention one obvious possible consequence, there is a massive body of evidence that women prefer bad boys. Duh. They probably will consider feminine, feminist guys unattractive, creating large problems for both men and women in Generation Z. I mean, yeah, that's just one little little thought I had on my mind. It's like you teach, you teaching men how to be little faggots, little bitches, when, in fact, we know women are not into that. 
but it's never it was never about equality it was always about supremacy regarding this feminist movement so we what i'm trying to get at is this is a, a calculated attempt to rid us of our masculinity in order to control us and that's all it is that's all it's about all right on to the next segment one thing I want to get into is the is the Me Too stuff. It's no longer a grassroots little hashtag movement where women want to get justice for men being inappropriate with them. It's become the weapon of the socioeconomic threat that what I'll call femme power has always intended it to be. For all the threat that Me Too represents as a social weapon against men, it will only be one such weapon that the that the feminists use in the incoming gender war. This will be one of their main weapons. And and if you look at the APA, which is I looked this up, man. It's crazy. The American Psychological Association deeming, it deems basically, when you read it, that traditional masculinity, which built Western society, um, which gave us this great civilization that we're now tearing down and and defecating on, is uh, a mental... Let me see what this is here. Hold on. Uh, Traditional masculinity is harmful to men and boys. Uh, They basically base their things on uh, let me see what they're saying here it's actually kind of complicated essentially traditional masculinity is a psychological disorder in the diagnostic and statistical manual used by all psychologists so now being being traditional masculine is, is considered a psychological disorder you're basically fucking insane if you act if you act masculine now. So that's what we're getting at. You know, and people, you're, this isn't a war. You're being dramatic. Okay, so now they're saying if you act like a man, you're 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 psychologically fucking insane. Okay, that, that sounds normal. We could go all day about what the APA says, right? But I think we're missing the bigger narrative there, here is what's in play. And that narrative is one of getting larger society to accept by default that the inherent nature of masculinity is evil. It's now less about ridiculing men, though that's still definitely a tactic, right? I mean, duh. And it's more about establishing a qualitative state of masculinity being a personal and societal evil. So what does that mean exactly? They want you to, they want to make it normalized that being masculine is evil and, and disgusting. You know, Today we are being programmed to believe that any kind of masculinity in all its aspects is not only antisocial, but an abnormally an abnormally a certifiable disease. That's what the APA is saying. And anyone who would disagree with this would have their bread taken from them. Or basically, if you say being masculine is chill, it's the way then, you know, you can be cut off from mainstream society. And that's why we see all these little bitch faggots and talking heads all saying that being masculine is trash because there is no other acceptable form to talk about masculinity now. It's been deemed a mental disorder, dude. So, of course, anyone who wants to make money, which they all do because they're all fucking sellouts, they're all going to go on TV and and push this propaganda that being masculine is, um, is a mental disorder. That's evil and that it needs to be changed. And any kids that exert symptoms of that must be drugged up and or um, ridiculed. So look it up yourselves. APA 
report um, if you're into that. So we can see how the narrative shifted to masculinity itself is toxic. Um, so where do we, the future is now. So we're, we're now in a post-toxic masculinity era, right? We already, they already deemed it disgusting, evil, abnormal stuff. Um, so we, we are no longer just teaching our, our boys like defective girls. Um, we are teaching them that men need to become woman-like in order to be an acceptable member of Western society. Yes, definitely. That, I think that's one of my main points in this thing is, so if you just follow it logically, being being masculine traditionally is uh, you're basically an insane person. So you need to be more like a woman in order to be normal. And that's kind of what that HDHD shit is. It's, oh, this kid's full of energy. He's not acting like a woman. So we're going to drug his ass up so he can act like a submissive little passive woman. Right? That's what it is. And if you guys do that, you're disgusting. It's child abuse, bro. It really is. Oh, so teachers want all their students to be very easily taught and not have any disruptions and make their life easier? Okay, that's understandable. But you're not going to pump our children full of drugs to make your job more convenient. Fuck you. You know what I mean? How do you push that kind of shit? It, it, it's it's insane. How about you find a different job then? Or how about you go teach nothing but women? You know, And we can see how most teachers are women. And there's no coincidence... That this shit is pushed all through schools. So, we can, uh, let me see here, what else do I got? Mm, Alright, we're moving on to the next segment. You know, I said I would circle back on the Me Too movement, so I want to get into Andrew Cuomo, who's the governor in New York. Why the hell am I talking about him? Because he's in trouble now, because all these women have come forward about how he was a little bit inappropriate with him and now everyone's calling for his job right we see major prominent politicians calling for him to resign what what i'm getting at is <laughs> uh when the media is referring to andrew cuomo's victims they will 100 percent of the time be referring to the woman he tried to flirt with and not the thousands of elderly who died alone in the nursing homes because of him and that's what I wanted to get at about the Me Too movement. It, it, it's it's an evil movement. It's it's meant to disenfranchise men. And I and I don't even like Andrew Cuomo. I think he should have been prosecuted for his nursing home scandal. And a little rundown on his nursing home scandal. He basically passed legislation that made nursing home take COVID nineteen positive COVID nineteen patients in elderly homes, which in fact led to a lot of people dying. And instead of using the ships that. Um, Trump gave him, he said no, and he put a bunch of COVID-19 patients in elderly homes, thus killing hundreds of thousands of um, elderly patients. But, but, um, but most, of these, most of these Cuomo harassment claims are fucking ridiculous, not even close to justifying this level of outrage. Most of it amounts to bad flirting or bad jokes. The nursing home scandal is a real scandal. The other stuff isn't even the same ballpark, not even the same universe. It's like saying, hey, Jeffrey Dahmer murdered 17 people, but he also stole a guy's parking spot at Walmart. Both are bad. We need to have a conversation about all of Dahmer's victims. That's essentially what's happening with Cuomo. And my point is is that you can see how this movement, and I mentioned before that we live in a gynocentric order, which is an order of society for women by women. You can literally, dude, 
as long as you're a leftist, you can literally kill hundreds of thousands of elderly people, bro. But as soon as you make a weird joke to a woman or act flirty with a woman and she claims it as harassment, you better, the whole fucking world comes crashing down on you. And that's just an example of how we live in a geocentric order. They don't give a fuck that he could have literally stabbed those elderly people himself, which he essentially did. Was a non-story. No one gave a fuck. He's a leftist. People, were, oh, he even fucking won an Emmy, bro. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Girls are saying, "Oh, he's so cute." I saw that shit all on Twitter during the lockdowns. Oh, I have a crush on Andrew Cuomo. These fucking ridiculous ass people. But as soon as he makes a little bit of inappropriate jokes, a little bit of whatever towards women, oh my god, calling for his fucking head. And it goes to show you what. You ever want to know who rules you, look at who you cannot criticize or what you can't do. He says a little bit of shit to women, boom, done. They want to fucking obstruct this fool. He's hiring lawyers left and right trying to protect himself now. That's just one example, okay? Um, and I want to get back, I want to circle back to to my main point about how the the war on men is for a reason. It's to, it's to feminize and and to make us passive and to make us little bitches basically and we can see that no other than the the debauchery and the degenerate shit that are that is happening all around us for example desmond the amazing who who is desmond the amazing if you haven't heard who he is he is a young boy um who has gender dysphoria and he wants to um, be a woman? No surprise. Um, so let me let me play a quick clip, and uh, we'll go from there. I mean, you're one of the youngest and first drag queen slash kids, and I've heard, I've heard that you've gotten messages from young adults who look up to you for being who you are. What are some of the notes you've gotten? Some of the notes I've gotten are like that you inspire me very much and I wish I could have had the support that you have um, when I was a child. Yeah. And your parents, we saw your parents in a piece that we did. Your parents are so supportive of you, but they, they've also, they've encouraged you to stay and be who you are. So how has that inspired you to be open about dressing in drag? They support me by letting me do what I want to do and um, letting me um, dress up and letting me. His dad's play a total bitch, with, by the way. I'm looking at um, the video. Makeup and trains. And um, yeah, I really like trains. When I'm at a drag, most of the time I'm playing a train. <laughs> accepting of things and some people have criticized you what do you say to them um it's fine um all right so that was an interview with desmond the amazing he's basically a cross-dressing 11 year old who's on fucking good morning america while these mindless fucking idiots are cheering him behind Um, like I said, this is where emasculated men like his father, um, if you look at the video, his dad's a total fucking emasculated little bitch, letting, letting his mother 
um, put this shit into his head that he's a drag queen at 11 years old. Like, there's no one there to protect this kid. He's being pumped with this bullshit. And, and, and I know a lot of people's argument would be like, oh, that's who he is inside. I mean, nah, bro. It, 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 it's really not. <laughs> it's it's not. And even if it is who he is, so this CPS has been called on this on these people. He's been caught on video twerking while in a gay club on stage while gay men throw dollars at him. And he's been sexualized and he has been abused. I mean, that's abuse to me. He, this isn't a normal fucking childhood going to fucking strip clubs, basically gay clubs or gay bars, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and, and twerking for gay men. Okay? There is no one to protect this kid. And, and instead of protecting him, society's oh, yeah, amazing. His father's not doing shit because he's a fucking emasculated little bitch. Uh, good morning, America. Your host, Michael Strahan, and shit. You're, you guys are fucking sellout motherfuckers. Having this kid and promoting this kind of shit for other kids to see and for other parents to see and to make this shit normal. And if you don't think there's a war, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. This kid's being abused, and, and no one's doing anything about it because everyone is feminized. Men are bitches now, and there's no one to protect the innocent little kids. All those predatory gay fucks who love this shit, they're just licking their chops, man. They're hoping more Desmond the Amazings come out, man. If not, already. So they can be abused. And me having my own son, this shit hits me to the heart now. I mean, who lets this shit happen? And it's getting fucking worse. I mean, what's next? And you know what is next? That drag queen story hour. Where a fucking freak dresses up like a fucking monster at a library, no less, where our taxpayer dollars go, okay? And they read to little kids story time and, and, and dance around suggestively and wear suggestive outfits. Everyone is weak. Everyone's a pussy. No one's saying anything. Because women, by default, are passive and agreeable. There's no more men to say, what the fuck is going on? Why are we doing this to this kid? Why are we sexualizing him at 11 years old? It's, it's a sad, sad travesty. And if you're on the other side of the argument, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. I will never, ever back down from my argument on this. If you think it's okay to parade around an 11-year-old around predators and, and, and make him twerk for cash, then you're lost too. But this is an Obama fucking nation, man. I, I can't... <sighs> I know I'm getting a little bit upset, but, you know, the left is applauding the sexual abuse of this child. This is why decent and rational people want nothing to do with them. It promotes, advocates, and celebrates child abuse. There's nothing you can tell me than that. 
So when I say there's a war going on, this is part of the war. This is why they want men complacent little bitches. Because they will turn your sons into fucking little sex slaves for clout or whatever the fuck you want to call whatever the fuck that was. And you won't do a fucking thing about it. If anything, you'll clap there like a fucking little, like a mindless fucking little seal while this kid gets abused. That's what they want. So next time, next time you think about criticizing masculinity, who's going to protect these kids? The answer is no one. I feel bad for this little kid. He's the kind of kid who's going to be drugged up later on in life because his parents sold him out. You know, he's 11 years old. <sighs> I was I, I was playing Rugrats. I was watching Rugrats or hanging out, playing my toys and shit like a normal child, not twerking for gay men in fucking sex clubs. All right, moving on. Everyone, in days, geeky jock. We must understand that all this is part of a groundwork necessary to create a social condition of distrust between the sexes. This is a gender war of feminism creation. The pretense of equality between the sexes is officially gone. Women are encouraged to embrace female supremacism now. <sighs> you know, we'll see all these ads. You see mainstream TV. Mainstream TV is a fucking joke. There's always a fat, bumbling idiot as a father. The, the wife's always super smart, super amazing. She's can do no wrong she knows how to do it all the man's always some fucking idiot some fat fucking idiot too you know you see all these ads of gillette most recent one i can think of where they're saying masculinity is horrible be trans that shit's cool you know we can see it look at any fucking soap opera or tv show where the man's a bubbling but fucking buffoon who's incompetent that's how they betray men now let's see so what, I'm, what I want to get at is what can we expect going forward? I think the sexes are going to be more polarized than ever, than any time in human history. Men, we must see, men must be seen as a vile enemy of, of women or the feminist movement in order to get its first female president. Um, and if, and if, the, and if, that kind of backfires, not getting their first female president, because this is all what it's kind of leading up towards, right? Um, they will they will kick it into overdrive to further debase men. They want to kick men in the nuts so bad that they might engender more sympathy or female backlash than manufactured rage to prompt women and allies to vote for their female candidate. We kind of saw that during the Hillary thing, where just because she has a vagina, they 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 want to um, they want you to vote for her. You know, that's it. That's her only qualification is that she has a vagina. Going forward, all politics will be gender politics. Duh. We see that now. The litmus test for all leadership will be about vaginas and penises. Mm -hmm. You're only qualified if you have a vagina and you're not qualified if you have a penis. That's it. We're already seeing this gender war rhetoric come to surface in the incoming fresh class of uh, this year's Congress. It's always the most women in Congress ever. You know, it's always the same shit every year. The only imperative they have is destroying masculinity and raising up female supremacism. And this imperative will be born out of every word they speak and every policy they concern themselves with. Yeah. 
That's it. It's no longer about equality, about women having equal rights. It's a female supremacist movement where women are better because they have vaginas and you're lesser because you have a penis. That, that's where we're at now. Um, and there is no better example, and I have the video here, of this kind of bullshit where everything is just seen through this gender prism. That's it. You're either good because you have a vagina or you're bad because you have a penis. And and <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to show you this video. And it goes to show you about what I'm talking about. And this is a very recent video about the uh, the Biden administration. Um, the House press secretary, um, Jen Paskey, who's horrible, by the way. But, you know, you can't say that because she has a vagina, right? Um well, they weren't. They didn't have that kind of energy when the other lady was in there with, with Trump. Um, but I digress. This is what's important. All right, here we go. President Biden doing for my small business. First and foremost, he nominated a woman to lead the Small Business Administration, who formerly worked there. So those are the Q and A, and somebody asked, "What is Biden doing to help me my struggling small business?" Uh, watch or not watch listen to my upcoming technocracy you can see how people have been struggling going out of business and why but her her answer is very was very peculiar to me was we appointed a vagina to the position so don't worry about it bro we're all covered we're all good that's the kind of shit that i'm talking about doesn't say how qualified she is doesn't say what exactly she's going to be doing it's just we hired a woman this is where we're at now, politically and socially. It, it doesn't fucking matter if she's competent for the job. It doesn't matter. She has a vagina, so that's all the qualifications she needs. And the way she answered it proves that to you. She, like I said, she didn't say, why, why the fuck do you have a mention that she's a woman? We don't give a fuck. How is she going to help my small business? That's what we want to hear. You know, in a normal situation, in a normal non-geocentric order, you would say, okay, this is the plan we have. These are the parameters of that plan. Uh, this is something we may come into, some hiccups. But overall, this is how we're going to execute that said plan, right? You wouldn't even need to mention the gender. You would just say, this is the fucking plan. But in a new geocentric order where they're pushing this gender war, it's no longer that. It's just we, we appointed a vagina the position, dude. We're all good. So that's just your latest example of, of what I'm saying is true. If you're a small business order, you should be pissed. Okay, what, is the, what does that do for you? Nothing. It does nothing. Is she qualified for the job? Who fucking knows? But she has a vagina. That's all that matters. And if you buy into this stuff, this is what you're going to get. You're, you're, you're going to get the runaround. You're going to get all this kind of bullshit because they're satisfying the baseline qualification, and that's being a woman. And that's it in other news your girl demi lovato heroin addict why the fuck do we take her seriously i don't mainstream media though they love people like this fucking idiots demi lovato comes out against gender reveal parties there are boys with vaginas and girls with penises i often wonder when i hear such ridiculous statements like this if the person saying it truly believes that what they're saying, or do they just do it to appeal to the masses to push that globalist emasculating agenda? Or I, I just I can't wrap my head around it. I don't even want to go too much into detail about this, but you can see 
Like I say, John, there's no, there's no gender war. What are you talking about? They don't even want you to have a gender reveal party, bro. <laughs> uh, it's obvious that there's a war going on, and they want to basically just kill anything that's has to do with traditional sexes, male, woman, and in particular and specifically, kill off traditional masculinity because once you do that. You can start pushing all this crazy shit because you're literally going to have no one to oppose you. There's no strong men to oppose you. There's no one with a backbone, no one with balls that's going to say, fuck you, this is ridiculous. That that thing doesn't exist anymore. So they can just roll out their policies, roll out their ideology, and passive people, which our society is now, it's feminized, which they wanted is just gonna accept those shit, roll over and accept it, or and or complain about it without doing shit about it. In the case of Desmond, the amazing kind of shit, there's all this outrage, but no, you know, where's his father? Where's society? Instead, they have him on propped up on Good Morning Fucking America. I used to watch that show growing up too. I would never fucking watch that thing again. But that's kind of my my thesis on this on this episode is the gender war is pushed by the globalist for a specific reason to make society more controllable. You've removed the nuts, the sack, the testosterone from a society, you watch it crumble quickly. And that's what we're seeing now. All this degenerate Mr. Potato is not a gender thing. It's all for a fucking reason. And all these fucking sellouts, like these fucking heroin addicts and Demi Lovato, fuck you, you fucking heroin bitch pushing all this degenerate shit all these celebrities who think it's fucking cool and it's all gravy now to look so basically if you're a big time celebrity now it's cool to have your 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 son become a woman or or a girl They, they all push the same shit because they're paid off fucking sellouts and they have to push a narrative that confronts with the overall societal globalist narrative to emasculate men to abuse boys um and it's all for one big reason, and that's to make you docile, to make you controllable, and to ultimately tyrannize you. If you remove your resistance, like instead of it's it, it's instead of going to war now, they'll just emasculate an, a population. That's all they gotta do, and they can do whatever they want with your children. Teach them whatever they want. They can say, hey, all this tranny shit is all Gucci, bro. Don't worry about it, bro. All these men who, who've been emasculated be like, okay, you're right. You're good. Please, government, teach my son about trannies. Please, government, have fucking trannies read to my son. Please, government, put my son on HDHD meds. Please, government, do it all. Please. All right, next segment coming up. All right, we're back in the day's Geeky Jock. So, like I said, the main thesis of the show, I'm sorry, of the show, this episode in particular was, why are we ma- emasculating men, you know? And, and that's something I've been asking myself. And that's, I'm glad I started this little little spin-off show to end of days and toxic masculinity because I really wanted to know. And, and the more I put pieces together, and like I said, this is just my opinion. But, I mean, it's pretty obvious when you start really thinking about it. Why? Why are we making masculinity, traditional masculinity, which, like I said, built Western civilization, why is it all of a sudden toxic now? 
And I'm seeing reports in China where they're like, we're going to make our kids masculine, and so is Russia. And But 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 American men must be docile, weak little bitches and, and dress them up in drag and, and pump them full of puberty blockers. And that's what I want to get into. So I got I got this segment and another one. So hang in here with me. And and if you so the Biden his his I guess his assistant to this health person. Hold on, let me let me look this up. Let me look this up for you guys. Hold on. Okay, so here we go. Dr. Rachel Levine, President Joe Biden's pick as Assistant Secretary for the Department of Health and Human Services. Services, sorry. Advocates for the use of puberty blockers and the medical transition of minors, right? See, that Desmond Amazing shit was like three, four years ago, and then that drag queen story hour was right after that. But now we have it from the top, from the top levels of government, from the fucking president of the United Motherfucking States, dude, pushing puberty blockers and the medical transition of minors, a.k.a. boy, little boys transitioning into women. It's never fucking women transitioning into men. Name me. I want whoever listening to the show, if you're, if you're against it, show me fucking two examples of, of a mainstream story where the woman or a little girl is transforming into a little boy. You can't find it. It's always a little boy being pushed and fucking propagandized into turning into a woman. It's always that way. Okay? Uh, let's see. As highlighted by the national polls, Levine in January 2020 posted support for puberty blockers as a safeguard against suicide and mental health problems of gender-confused minors. So now they're... <laughs> okay, I, I, I go on. A new study has found that hashtag transgender youth with access to puberty blockers have declined in chances of suicide mental health problems now and in the future. Leanne boasted. This study is important because it's the first to show this specific association. Yeah, whatever with your fucking studies. Blah, blah, blah. So basically they're saying gender-confused kids who've been abused and indoctrinated since they were in kindergarten, uh, now that are confused about their gender, wow, whoop do fucking do Who would have fucking thought that if you start telling little kids that they don't, they don't have to choose their gender, that they would become confused? I mean, who would have fucking thought? That the best way to handle this, instead of stop teaching kids to be confused about their genders as soon as they're born and shit, instead of telling little boys at five years old that they can be a woman or girl, instead of just letting them know, letting them be children, no, no, not that. We shouldn't stop the, the propaganda and all this shit and, and, and ruining these kids' lives and, and making them into drag queens and shit. No. What we should do is allow them to take puberty blockers. Oh, my God. That makes total fucking sense to me, dude. Just push push them and fill them in with puberty blockers because that's what they need. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Levine spoke about past patients, including a 16-year-old boy who always felt female. The minor was directed counseling, giving hormones, and transitioned. Likewise, another patient of Levine's, a 17-year-old girl who always felt male. All right, here's one case. Not mainstream, though. I mean, look at all the stories around. Went through the same medical process and transitioned to the male gender. Prepupusant children do not receive medical treatment, Levine said. But as soon as gender-confused child starts puberty, they could be given puberty blockers so they never go through the wrong puberty. Wow, these, these people are crazy. Around ages 14 to 16, Levine said, minors can start cross-gender hormones. Wow, at 14, bro. You start pumping in some crazy-ass experimental hormones into yourself. Biden, your fucking boy, has called Levine a 
deeply qualified choice to help lead our administration's health efforts. Wow. Instead of, you know, banning McDonald's and, and, and shit like that, or, you know, doing something and, and something that actually helps our health. Nope. It's in, let's, and, and th this woman is actually a transgender. It's a male. It's a biological male acting as a woman. I don't fucking know all the things. I don't give a fuck. But it's basically a transvestite. The Biden-Harris transition team also boasted in a press release that Levine would be the first openly, or right, here he goes, the first openly transgender, all right, transgender, Senate-confirmed federal official if nominated successfully. So, <laughs> you know, it, it amazes me that a person suffering from mental illness is one of the adamant's health czars. I mean, <sighs> um, so this is further further proof examples of the war on gender and specifically the war on men and it's now coming from the top levels of government um that's how it is so all right next segment i just wanted to add on the last segment i'll move on um you know how that study says well you know kids who have access to puberty blockers are less likely to kill themselves i mean that's just a crazy argument in and of itself but there, you know, there are many studies that I saw, and I don't know. I'm not really. I'm not gonna pretend and say I read them and shit. But, you know, you can read a bunch of articles about how you know trans people post-op have either the same suicide rate as trans people pre-op, or in some areas significantly higher. Gender fluid or confused individuals do have a higher rate of suicide compared to the rest of the population. So it's important to start there. You know, I'm all for people's rights and freedoms. You know, it's fucking obvious. Minors are not equipped to make life-altering permanent changes to their bodies. It's just, it, it, it's as stupid as pumping little boys with HDHD medicine. You know, why are you making such huge decisions that you don't even really know the repercussions on just to make your life more convenient? Um, we will have the same discussion when it comes to AI brain implants. If a minor wants a doctor to cut them open, remove some things, add others, does that minor have that right? I mean, those are questions we got to ask. Was that minor knowledgeable enough to make that decision? That's a very, 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 very solid question there. If not, can the legal guardian decide these things for the minor? And that's what we're seeing here. A lot of these kids who are pushed to being trans, you can tell it's always the woman behind the scenes pushing these kids, just like Desmond the Amazing. Look it up. His mom is all for this shit, pushing him, propagandizing him, while his dad sits like a little fucking bitch behind the scenes, not doing nothing about it. Given that the brain is not developed yet, especially emotionally, when a human is a minor up to the age of 25, I mean, duh, we don't even have our, our full capabilities until 25. Um, this is for males. You know, I, was, I would definitely need to see new significant science explaining how a minor understands their sexuality better than, than nature intended. Um, it, it's okay to be gender fluid or homosexual or asexual. That's not what I'm arguing against, and I want to make that clear. But to have people cut off parts of your body, alter your body chemistry, and sew new body parts on, that is a different matter with gender identity. It, that That's where I lay. You know, you can fuck whoever you want to do. I don't give a fuck. But when you're attacking boys and and doing this stuff to them, that that's where I draw the line. I can only think that maybe 
nature does make some mistakes that some people are born with the brain of male or put into a female body, blah, blah, blah. Duh. I, I can see how that, that can make sense. But I cannot think that a 10-year-old old is equipped to understand that issue. And it just goes to show you how deprived our society begins. Instead of just letting them make that decision at 18, like, hey, man, you can do whatever you want at 18. I think maybe you're mature enough to make your own sexual decision. Nope, 10 years old, 5 years old, 8 years old. Let's fucking pump them up full of puberty blockers. Why? Well, we all know the answer. It's to feminize society and to further degenerate our culture. It's pretty obvious. And and the next segment, I'll explain the kind of grand conclusion that I'm coming to with all this. Um, all right. All right. Final segment here of the gender war. So in 2015, the Chinese government announced the Yuzhen Wang Project. I probably butchered that. Or in English, Sharp Eyes, a surveillance program with an ambition goal to cover every inch of public space in the country. As the end of 2020, reports indicate it's getting very close. Right. So what the hell does this mean, John? Kiki Jog, what the fuck are you talking about? One of China's largest and most persuasive surveillance network got its start in a small county about seven hours north of Shanghai. In 2018, the local government in Pinghuai County began installing tens of thousands of security cameras across urban and rural areas, more than 28,500 in total by 2016. Even the smallest villages had at least six security cameras installed, according to state media. Those cameras weren't just monitored by police and automated facial recognition algorithms, which we already see in their, their social credit system. Uh, if you listen to my last episode, The Technocracy, you can get a little bit more feedback on that. Through special TV, TV boxes installed in their homes, local residents could watch live security footage and press a button to summon police if they saw anything amiss. Hmm. The security footage could also be viewed on smartphones. Wow. And just a quick little aside from that, you know, during the COVID thing, we saw a bunch of people calling um, calling the police on their neighbors for not wearing masks or for having gatherings. So, I mean, if you think this shit is fucking outlandish, I mean, just look at what happened. In, 20, in 2015, the Chinese government announced that a similar program would be rolled out across China with a particular focus on remote and rural towns. It was called the Zhulang Project, or Sharp Eyes, a reference to a quote from communist China's former revolutionary leader Mao Zedong, who once wrote that the people have sharp eyes when looking out for neighbors not living up to communist values. Yep. It's basically a giant, giant, giant uh, surveillance program. Like I said in my episode, Technocracy, take a look at that. Sharp Eyes is one of a number of overlapping and intersecting technological surveillance projects built by Chinese government over the last two decades. Well, duh, they're a totalitarian regime. Through special TV boxes installed in their home, looker residents could watch live security footage and press a button. So, what is what does this mean? You know, I, earlier I said again, and I reiterate it: the thesis is this is all a plan. To tyrannize us. And we see it. And, and we're in bed with China. China is basically ruling us through Joe Biden. You can go through all my other episodes to how I got to that conclusion. Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, Joe Biden being in the bed with Chinese. I mean, the Chinese government. 
all the spies that happened, all the spies from Harvard. It's all in there. It's all in there somewhere. You can you can go through it and look at it. But we're we're basically following China now. We're not our own independent country anymore. We're basically doing what China's doing now. So the social credit system is a system that's involved in China and it basically monitors your entire digital life and, and it deems you worthy or not to do certain stuff in their country. This is another step forward. This is basically surveillance 24-7 on every single citizen in their entire country. Whether it's a rural county or, you know, there's no escaping it. They're basically going to monitor every single citizen through these security cameras. And, give, and not only that, you can residents and local residents have can be plugged into that system look at the videos on their phone and if they see one of their neighbors not following communist ideals whatever the fuck that means which is very arbitrary you can summon the police and have them arrested this is where we're getting towards this is the end game this is the end goal and this is what they want for americans the lockdowns were a test they want to roll something out that's very similar here in the United States, if not already, with the 5G, with the Amazon uh, the Amazon contracts with the CIA and the Microsoft Jedi contracts to building clouds and putting satellites into orbit and, and having that kind of infrastructure ready for a system like this. And, and I didn't even hear about this until today. So I talked about how all those contracts are happening and they're building infrastructure. And now I know for what? For this shit. To basically monitor every single person in their society, and to have to turn your neighbors against you, and and you know what, this shit's coming. Like I said, during COVID, people were snitching on other people real quick, selling out their own fucking uh, neighbors. So if you think this sounds crazy, this could be happening very soon. So like I said, these types of things are their end game. These are their end goals. And how do you do that? Well, first you destroy society, right? You do all this other stuff politically that I've talked at nauseum about on this show. And more specifically, you start a gender war, a racial war. And more specifically, in that gender war, you emasculate men. So there's no resistance anymore. You could just do whatever the fuck you want, roll out whatever program you have. And the evil men or the evil people at the top will be predators and they will insert their will over you. And... All those people who say toxic masculinity is bad, when they want protection, when that government comes up showing up at your door because they're not living up to communist ideals, are going to wish they had that protection. But it's over. Um, so we can still change course, I hope. And shows like this and a lot of shows that I listen to, we're starting to fight back, trying to get the word out. Don't become an emasculated little bitch. Don't believe in that toxic masculinity narrative. It's meant to hurt you. It's not meant to help you. Protect those around you who you love. And don't let them get to you and make you weak and docile. Because that is the ultimate goal. And that's what the gender war is really about. It's not about helping women. It's not about none of that shit. It's about total control. And if they were really about helping women, why are they letting transgenders participate in women's sports? And I didn't even really touch on that this episode. But, you know, women, you guys did it to yourselves, man. You guys are playing this slippery slope game. And now, look, I mean, it's only a matter of time before these transgenders are, are completely wipe out or replace women in every kind of categorical thing. It's never been about you. 
It's never been about men. It's always been about control. That's it. All right. In today's Kiki Jock. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Till next time, I'm out.